going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. Yes, I'm aware it was yesterday uh, to the end of the month. I might do a, you know, Halloween reading a few days before that. Boy, pause to clear my throat. My apologies. I am having uh, some kind of jaw, inner ear, eustachian tube, something on the right side of my face. There's been a lot of general throat chakra expression sort of healing going on in the collective and some activations as we move out of all of these retrogrades and everything is going mostly direct except for Venus, which is now gonna go retrograde and, you know, has its own effects. I, I would love to dig into the astrology every time I do a reading. However, um, at this point, that is not my focus or my emphasis. You know, my emphasis is readings and grid work and ascension and expansion and while the astrology is important and it's good to know what kind of uh, momentum we have going, especially those Mercury retrogrades, which I, I didn't look to see exactly what the official end date of that is or was, but, uh, you know, we're in the post-shadow phase of that, I believe. Um, it's important to know that those things are out there and they're happening, but, um, you know, you still got to live life. And generally, it doesn't seem to have a whole lot of bearing on the intuition that I'm getting. And if it is supposed to have any bearing on it, I'm aware of that. So, uh, this full moon today and tomorrow, the full moon peak is tomorrow morning. And I will be doing a, well, open to the public, um, meeting with my Patreon folks, uh, my patrons doing a full moon 
release, uh, expansion, and anchoring of consciousness. Um, not a very long process, but I'm doing it intentionally during the full moon's peak. You can go back and watch it or listen to it uh, when it's convenient for you. If you can't attend live, and I will have that recording up on my YouTube channel. I'm really not doing much with the YouTube channel other than putting up Patreon videos, but there are a few which are available to the public, uh, like the Hurricane Ida discussion. So I will put this full moon experience up there for anyone who wishes to utilize it later um, and perhaps see what my consciousness anchoring is all about and what the point of all that is. Uh, so for the moment, I'm doing the usual soul action plan for you all. And um, I'm gonna, you know, shuffle and pull cards live so that I can also chat at you about other things. Uh, life is good mostly. Um, I definitely have my share of goofy, mercury frustrations where things went bananas. My oldest son last week got a piece of wood in his eye and from work, so he needed some assistance. And uh, my youngest had three shifts over the weekend. You wouldn't think... That would be quite so disruptive to me as it is and was. Um, that's part of the reason why this is coming out a day later than I had intended. Um, because driving is still the most difficult thing for me physically. Plus, it just takes time. My youngest is not licensed yet. And funny side note. I'm trying to get him to take his road test this week, and he was not aware that once he took his road test, that meant he would be driving by himself. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but at any rate, I actually checked the mileage just because I felt like, am I being a baby about this? Is it just that, you know, me, who's usually ready to go to bed at nine o'clock, has to be out at 9.30, 10 at night, um, and functioning. So I checked the mileage, and for every shift he works, I'm driving a little over 30 miles. So, you know, 90 miles or 100 miles over a weekend when I normally maybe drive about five miles is a significant difference, and it made me extra tired physically. Um, and I'm really hoping that he is able to, uh, embrace that independence. I have a feeling once he just does it and has his license and, you know, gives it a try, he'll be fine. But I am doing for the collective reading for the next couple weeks, the soul action plan, which is my particular reading format. I pull two cards from four different decks and sometimes throw an extra in here and there as I'm called to. But the four aspects of self that are represented are your inner child, your earth self and ego, 
your highest self and your galactic team. So for our inner child, I use the spirit animal deck, children's spirit animal deck, I should uh, propose. And we have a nice combo of crow, believe in the magic, and turtle, take your time. So I know that there's going to be this huge thrust of feeling like you need to hit the ground running because everything is going direct mostly except for Venus. Uh, so your inner child is just reminding you to take your time with things. Just because the world is in a hurry doesn't mean you necessarily have to be. Is it a time to create and uh, start tending some of those seeds you maybe planted over the summer? Yes. But is it a time to burn the candle at both ends and wear yourself into the ground? No. Um, part of taking your time is believing in the magic <laughs> that you can use and get in the flow of to be able to create and make things happen, uh, attain the goals you're trying to create what you want to make the changes necessary in your life. I know a lot of you probably just went through some, uh, tower moments as we like to call them or some big shifts and changes over Mercury <clears throat> plus the other retrogrades. Uh, just remember that old expression, Rome wasn't built a day in a day. And while, Co-creation and manifestation can be very rapid. Um, it still takes a bit of time to rebuild something. So if you're in a rebuilding phase, take your time and believe in the magic of getting in that flow. For our earth self or ego self, I'm going to use the shapeshifters oracle. I think it will be helpful for you to have a pinpoint of where your ego might be at at the moment and then I may actually pull I may <laughs> I'm already deviating from my format I think I'm also going to pull some sacred forest oracle cards at the end because I find those are more indicative of what your relationship is to Gaia at the moment and your earth experience but uh, Oracle of the Shapeshifters is very helpful to know kind of what the focus of inner development and the inner journey and any work you might need to do in yourself or, you know, what ego things might be getting in your way a little bit right now or could be pitfalls. So what are we working on? All right. These are great Shapeshifter Oracle cards and I'm glad that I chose them. Pose Brave Flight. You will not let fear stop you at this time. Uh, it's card number 26, which breaks down to an 8. And usually I associate this card with massive energetic expansion. And then we have Snake Princess, the Serpentine Path to Power. So on Pose Brave Flight, we have this lovely uh, steampunk um, little fairy sitting on a pigeon, flying near some uh, dirigibles, and 
she has a very determined look in her eyes. And then Snake Princess, the Serpentine Path to Power. What is the Serpentine Path? To me, that always conjures the concept of Kundalini energy rising, as well as the Divine Feminine. So for Pose Brave Flight, you're going to be offered a chance to do something out of your normal reality, and instead of thinking it through again and again, and analyzing its risks until you are immobilized, Pose Brave Flight asks you to take the suggestion of another and fly high. There will be a message that comes to you via text or an email, and it will be up to you whether you respond or whether you ignore the call. So whatever it is, whether it's travel or a new project or exploring something else, remember that you are brave and capable of great things. And uh, the only thing standing in your way when these opportunities come up is yourself. So try to avoid analysis paralysis and just go for it. If something makes you feel excited, like the good kind of excited, not the anxious kind of excited, then uh, get after it. <laughs> um, and then Snake Princess. Serpent Goddess is the originator of all life. And you are a keeper of the old ways. You are one who cannot flee these changes. So you must use your power with great discernment and precision. This is a good and sacred thing. Um, wonderful time to learn ritual dance. Explore what skin it is you must shed. Observe the rites of ancient cultures. You are also able to communicate with the dead, a talent of the very wise, and some say the very brave. You are strong enough, worthy enough, and this is really about stepping into your own power and knowing that you possess knowledge, especially if you are in the millennial or Gen X or even boomer generation. I seem to have listeners across all ages, but you have memories and access to old ways as well. Uh, this card, of course, is, you know, meaning very ancient ways, but I am talking about pre-internet, pre-computers, pre-this um, pre technology and automization, uh, pre-globalization. And I'm not, you know, here saying, oh, globalization is bad. That's not my intent at all. But with what we have going on in the world, uh, with our challenges, with the global health crisis and supply chain issues and all of those things we are all finding and being called to do things the old way. Remember how we did things before it was so easy to just place an order and have it there in a day or two. Uh, 
us adapting to the changing planet is going to require us adopting some of those old ways. So do not discount your life experience and what you have learned in that process. I'm going to go ahead and do the Sacred Forest Oracle cards now. Um, so that was more your relationship with your ego and what the coming energy is. And, you know, what I'm feeling is that this next couple of weeks, this last end of October, uh, as we move further into winter, um, I know we're barely into fall yet, but here in Colorado, we've already joined the uh, party here with winter it kind of went straight from a brief period of fall to now we're in winter so this is your personal relationship our personal relationship in the collective with mother earth right now what gaia might have to tell us or want us to know That makes sense. So we got Crystal Cave, Trust, and then Elves, Playfulness. What beautiful cards these are. I am really in love with the Sacred Forest Oracle deck. And as a matter of fact, I'm about to reach some milestones uh, with the podcast and my online presence. So perhaps I will do a giveaway because somehow when I was ordering cards months ago and upgraded my stock, uh, I wound up getting two Sacred Forest Oracle decks. I did not mean to intentionally, consciously, but unconsciously I did. And now that I have it, I am excited to give it away to somebody. So Crystal Cave... There's a beautiful uh, woman who looks like a Romani fortune teller, in my opinion. Uh, she is staring into a large crystal ball, which looks much like my selenite ball. Only if I had gotten a selenite ball that huge, oh my goodness, it probably would have been $100. But um, she's surrounded by crystals and doing some divination. And the number on this card is nine, which you know is about the ending of a cycle. You can let go and allow your clear, focused intuition to flow freely. Follow the nudges from your soul. Listen to others, but trust your instincts. Trust is the foundation of the ability to manifest. Everything was created because someone believed that it was possible. And patience is absolutely crucial in the application of this principle. Change can happen in a heartbeat. But some things require time. Please be patient and know it will happen. Whatever receives your care and attention will flourish. Believe you've planted your seeds and now give them time to grow. Kind of funny because we're getting the take your time card, the trust card, and the pose brave flight card. And then we have elves playfulness. Uh... I think it's pretty obvious where we're going with that. Um, we have 
a real need to, and this is Earth telling us this, Earth is saying, you're all taking yourselves a little too seriously. <laughs> Embrace your innocence. Let go of heavy responsibilities. Give yourself a break. Nurture your spirit by doing something fun. Joy is as important for sustaining yourself as the food you eat. Like fairies, elves are diminutive beings that live in the forest, meadows, and hollowed out tree trunks. I don't know that they're necessarily diminutive, but it may appear that way from our perspective. There are accounts of elves throughout history and in every country in the world. Many people attest to having seen them playing in the woods. In some traditions, they are thought to be gleeful tricksters with a reputation for pranks and mischief. Allow this joyous energy into your day now. And on this card, there is a human wearing a beautiful dress with her back to us, uh, facing off into the dis distance, both looking into the cosmos and the forest, uh, elves playfully dancing around her. And um, there's a blue butterfly, which is always about transformation. So part of our transformation, part of our moving into this next age of Earth is having that playfulness and realizing that those are the things that make this Earth experience beautiful and worthwhile and something that we want to devote our time to. Uh, you know, it's the reason we're here and it can be easy to forget that when there are a whole lot of things, uh, yelling at you like social media and the news that, um, 24 hour news cycle that is perpetually trying to get you to engage with it. My advice there, if you feel like you need to pay attention to what's going on, uh, just go on your Chrome, on your phone, or maybe you have some other app, but look at Google News, see what the stories are that day, scroll through it. You don't have to read everything. You don't have to absorb every everything and then forget about it for the rest of the day because every time that and this is something i've been noticing as i'm paying attention to all these things but every time there is some sort of solar activity even if it's extremely minor on the scale of things now that the mainstream media has launched on you know latched onto that they're turning it into a crisis every single time and it's really not, uh, it's one of those things I explain more in depth in some of my videos that I put out publicly and in the Patreon, but um, unless a geomagnetic storm is what's classified as a G3 or above, uh, it's really not anything more than an inconvenience technologically. There's no real global threat from it. And, uh, at most it gives us a little internet disruption and at best it gives us some really cool auroras, which come down further 
uh, into the more southern latitudes than it normally would. So there's some stories you can ignore. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's like nothing but fear and freaking you out. So pay attention to the basic things you need to, like your local weather, uh, public health information from, let's say, your public health department <laughs> would be my suggestion, rather than any of the million places you can go find information or misinformation. And um, maybe spend a little less time on social media or, you know, curate your social media feeds. Like on Facebook, you can unfollow people or hide people's stories. Uh, and on Instagram, you can do the same thing. You can mute people. So if there are accounts that you follow that you don't necessarily want to get rid of, but you know, you don't want to see their stuff right now, just hide it. Um, I managed to do that in such a way that when I go online, all I see are things that I find uplifting or make me happy, like a lot of nature and um, biodiverse websites and puppies and kittens and, you know, I need to see the happy things because I am fully aware of the not happy things and I don't need them in my face all the time. Uh, another thing is just spend less time on there. I know it can feel like you have to. But you really don't. And I know the younger you are, the harder this probably is because you don't remember what it was like when you didn't have to respond to things immediately. Everybody just take a breath. Just take a deep breath and realize that this machine in your hands is a tool like a hammer right if you had a hammer and you needed to hammer some nails you would pick up the hammer you would hammer those nails and then you would put the hammer down you wouldn't walk around all day long with the hammer and worried about immediately pounding any nails you could possibly encounter with that hammer some more you have designated this is my time to use this hammer you get the point you see what i'm saying um are you the boss of you or is your phone the boss of you because in reality everybody else is undergoing the same pressure to interact and do all of this that you are feeling so nobody is going to be mad at you and if they are that is about them honestly and they need to deal with their own expectations of others so that's my uh, little TED talk on social media and fear-based clickbait news. I know you've been waiting your whole life for the Patreon community that is just for you. My Xanadu Patreon, my Xanadu Collective is there and ready to accept you in 
and support you in your expansion and your grid work. It is hard for me to do anything comedic, which I have to be fake serious. But for real though, the Patreon is so much fun and come join the party. You can also book any of my available services, some which I haven't even put on the menu yet because I don't know what to call them. I'm your one-stop shop for readings, energy work, uh, animal communication, mediumship, and anchoring of your consciousness. So I even do academic tutoring. So if I can be of service to you or you want to join the Patreon, that is where you get the most bang for your buck because you can get a reading every month if you join at the VIP tier. And I'm always running specials each month for bonuses for when you join at any tier. So head on over to my link tree and check out my Patreon, my services on Square, and my other podcasts as well. I am providing you with as much entertainment and love and resources and fun as I have in me, and I appreciate my patrons more than they know. I thank them on the daily and I would love to be thanking you on the daily. So if you would like to support the podcast, that is a great way to do it by joining the Patreon. Much love. And if I can be of service to you in a private reading, book that at my Square Booking site through the link tree. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Now back to that interview. Your highest self, which I'm using the Muse Tarot for, is giving us the Page of Inspiration, which I love this card. You will have to go check out these pictures on Instagram now that I just told you to stay off social media. And and then we also got Ten of Emotions, which... I love both these cards. They are so beautiful and I don't draw them very often. So one of the things I'm noticing right now as I'm doing this reading is that there is a obvious and palpable energy shift happening right now. And I am drawing cards that I've either almost never drawn from these decks or haven't drawn in the last six months. So there has been a significant shift and that makes me pretty happy. Uh, Page of inspiration in the Muse Tarot. Inspiration is wands or magic. A million sparks of ideas. All the enthusiasm at the beginning. Brainstorming and planting seeds for new projects and futures. Successful starts. The vibrancy of youth. A zest for life ideation and creativity, exciting possibility. And the prompt, which I love, is rain clouds of creativity. There's this beautiful, very limber uh, woman down on a red rose-colored landscape with a focus on her solar plexus chakra, by the way. And she has a black couple of black cats, actually. Um, and then her hair is this glorious long mane of rainbow colored 
hair, which is kind of flying apart in these two really long pigtails. And then up above her is this rainbow-looking nebula cloud, which is the rain cloud of creativity. A cloud of ideas blooms overhead, popping with the excitement of what could be. The page of inspiration really can't help herself. She always has a million and one thoughts flowing in succession, and all of them carry sparks of infinite possibility. She laughs at the thought of putting each of them into action. She will be the first to tell you that she will gift you an inspiration, a thought, a reason, a bright rain at the end of a drought, but it is not her zone of genius to make that idea a reality. That is your job, my love. Her rainbow hair sways in the wind and another idea pops effortlessly, this time for someone else, as she drizzles a symphony of solutions and answers and potentials, she shares them freely. And now it's your turn to root into your belief, hope, and faith and take action to make them real. So, <laughs> we've all been feeling this this flood of ideas and inspiration and, and creativity. And now it's time for the action. You've been given the inspiration and it is up to you to take action on which seeds you want to grow, which ideas you want to co-create with the universe. The <clears throat> Ten of Emotions. I love this card. It has a kind of like a flower of life, a geometric flower. Um, almost looking like it's the center decoration of a stage production. And then there's ten muses down below dancing. Um, keywords. Happiness and fulfillment. A spiritual awakening. Family. Community. Joyful and meaningful connection, a completion, being heart-led and on purpose, connecting with the universe and with others in love, celestial knots of love, a ritual dance to set the stage, a joyful manifesting of hearts and loves, a unity of souls and minds, and a cycle of completion comes to fruition as all hearts align. They sing and dance and step together, celebrating their one giant love and their connected feelings of joy. This type of community bliss is intoxicating, and the energy of the many is greater than the energy of the one. These ancient dancers know that when you connect with a group of like-minded and like-hearted souls for this kind of vibrational healing, you connect with source and with an energy that will forever amplify your ability to love. Seek community. Love connection and know that this card means it's on the way enjoy this high vibe moment and feel into its emotional outpouring of faithful alliances and support you will be flooded with love and your only task is to soak it in so feel the love you guys just feel the love believe in the magic trust playfulness feel the love we're really being guided during this transitional period. We've been in a period of kind of hermitage. Lots of hierophant energy, uh, the hermit, um, crone stuff. And now that we have gone through that and passed those tests, it's time to 
really lean into that community that you've developed probably through that process of getting to know yourself better. And if you don't have a community, uh, find one. And, you know, this isn't just a commercial for my Patreon, but there's a really wonderful group of people there. And there are all kinds of communities that um, you will resonate with you and can provide that source of love and community with others. Even And, you know, it may be IRL people. It could be people at your work. Uh, there's just a, as much as we have been in some contention on the surface with each other, you have to remember that those are all of the extremes on either end of that pendulum swing. And in the middle are a whole bunch of people who mostly agree about things. And uh, that's, you know, part of where we're moving into right now is reaping the benefits of being part of a community accepting that love receiving that love you have been doing that amazing work on yourselves all of my groovers my xanadu collective and growing and changing so much this year and now that you've done all that inner work it's time to receive all that love because you are worthy. You always were worthy, but now you feel worthy. So for our team guides, ancestors, aliens, angels, interdimensional beings, uh, animal spirits, guides, however you connect with source or maybe just source directly, I am using the Starseed Oracle. <laughs> and we have Earth, which has been coming up a lot, which is why I am doing the consciousness anchoring um, and expansion and embodiment tomorrow during the peak of the full moon. Earth has a beautiful figure inside of what almost looks like a crystal teardrop floating above a watery but also earth-like landscape and it's called learning how to be human in the world but not of it and then we also have all paths lead to home inner authority tuition turn your gaze within and there's a a figure walking in what is one of those like uh walking meditations i would describe it like a big round labyrinth there's some stone obelisks there and the idea is that no matter which way she goes on this path she will return to that oneness and home and she will return to her own intuition and herself um this isn't about, you know, being a hermit. This is just about learning, knowing that it is time now for you to stop looking for external validation and turn to yourself because you have done the work and you have the intuition that you need. So for Earth, the challenge for all souls having a human experience is to be in the world, but not of it. 
to realize they are souls having a human experience and to be fully conscious of it, to have their soul fully embody their body. I feel as I'm saying that, that there are a lot of you who don't believe you can do that or that it is possible. Just as we can expand outward infinitely, we can dive that same amount of infinity inward into our own consciousness, our own Taurus, our own energy body. And that is how we fully embody our soul in this physical vessel. Uh, people's personalities tend to relate to either transcendence or imminence. Those who lean toward transcendence have a longing for the heavens and the metaphysical. They yearn for a personal experience with uh, source and to be lost in the heavens. They're envious of the angels and are more comfortable praying and hanging out in the stars than on earth. Those who tend toward imminence have attached themselves more to earth and their body. They spend more time thinking about things in the physical world rather than connecting with the heavens or their own mystical inner worlds. Being a fully embodied soul, having a human experience means finding the balance between transcendence and imminence, being in the world but not of it. Most starseeds are drawn toward transcendence. They're more comfortable with the heavens. Life on earth can be more difficult for them. If this is you, you're being reminded that you chose to be a soul in a body on earth and you're being called to focus more of your energies in the physical world to learn how to be human, a soul in a human body, fully present to what life on earth has to offer you. I think it has been and can be very easy when you find an expansion, ascension, metaphysical pathway when you're on that journey when you become aware of higher consciousness to want to just drift up in the ethers and think that in the world not of it means oh well yeah I'm in the world but I'm up here in the spiritual realm and I just don't bother with your petty little earth things um, that is not a balanced view a balanced view is fully embodying your soul and knowing that the earth experience you're having isn't the final definition of everything you are and all that you possess in your infinite consciousness. So then all paths lead to home, inner authority, intuition, turn your gaze within. You may be called to develop or switch up your spiritual practice to get into the habit of turning your gaze within, getting centered for the day before consuming anything from the outside world. So remember that TED talk about social media? Do not grab your phone first thing in the morning. You need to have some sort of, even, and it doesn't have to be an hour. It could be a minute. Or five minutes spend one minute breathing in for four and out for four just doing that just focusing on your breathing 
and then maybe spend a minute checking in with your body and how that feels and then spend a minute thinking about what you're grateful for those simple ways will foster this feeling of at-homeness in your own skin being at home with yourself so back to the book this doesn't mean switching off from realities of today's world we need as many conscious people as possible living with their eyes wide open rather it's a call to start your day from a place of connectedness grace and devotion so when you go out into the world and when you let the world in you do it from an unshakable state of being a state where you draw your strength, authority, and guidance from a place deep, deep within. I can honestly say for the first time in my life that this is truly my existence. It has not been for most of my life. <laughs> um, my personal growth and change over this year has been pretty tremendous. And it has yielded a comfort and at-homeness with myself that, uh, honestly, if you told me it was possible, I probably would have said, yeah, you're full of crap. And the reason I would have said you're full of crap is all of the things that I hadn't healed in myself yet, the ways in which I hadn't expanded out into the universe and the ways in which I felt the need to control the earth experience in ways that really just tend to, oh, seriously, again. Uh, I'm shuffling the syncretic oracle cards because I've already gone through the, um, action plan for the collective reading but it's interesting uh, the fourth living creature which is I always have to get out the magnifying glass to read this damn card okay the flying eagle symbol of Saint John the evangelist but here's the thing with this flying eagle uh, fourth living creature is that um, it's a chimera. <laughs> I'm tacking on at the end of this a very funny, not funny, but just interesting little um, healing channel communion that I had with my cetaceans this week. And um, it was so in depth that I literally recorded this short little voice note so that I wouldn't forget things um, while I was on the pot because not, not the pot is in the weed <laughs> uh, I was sitting on the toilet because after I come out of these channels with the cetaceans I don't know if it's because I am underwater energetically or what but man do i have to go every single time it doesn't matter if i'm in it for 10 minutes or an hour i have to go like i haven't gone in hours so 
uh, I did not want to lose any information. <laughs> I was taking care of my physical requirements. But part of that uh, has to do with Chimera. And I'm going to be doing some research on that. And then I'll be doing a Muse Musings episode. So I'm not going to say a whole bunch about that yet because I don't have enough detail to really go into it. However, when they were talking about Chimera and I had this vision that I had, which you'll hear, uh, this card, the fourth living creature was what came to mind. And this card has been coming out for me periodically since April or May. Um, which is interesting because St. John the Evangelist, you know, it's not necessarily my jam to be looking at uh, Judeo-Christian kind of stuff. But since this card fell out, let's just share that the chakra on here is the sacral chakra, which is about motivating. And we have crystals design, destiny, divine code, memory, future history, recapitulation. I, I don't even know. I'm going to have to epigenetic attunement. Mother fudger. Joy in looking and comprehending is nature's most beautiful gift. Albert Einstein. Yeah, I'll be setting that card aside right now for my um, deep dive into the concept of chimera. Chimera me basically means combination of two genetic, two or more genetic strains. But kind of what I saw in this channel is that consciousness is has its own genetics in a way. Like our astral self, our light body self has its own makeup and that some of us are chimera um, and that all of humanity may actually be chimera but uh, that and then there's the before I had that channeling there were other things about um, various scientific discoveries they're making right now uh, with subatomic particles and quantum physics and genetics and epigenetics and all of these things that uh, I guess are going to be coming into play and are my new thing that I've been assigned by the whale, the whales and the dolphins. The dolphins came in uh, really loudly, which was funny because I was listening to whales. There were no dolphins. And so when I heard the dolphins, I was like, all right, hey, you're here in large and in charge. Uh, so wrap up the reading, Virgin Goddess. You've been yapping for nearly an hour. And you need to go be an elf and be playful and have some fun today. Which I'm going to do. Go visit. Going to visit my friend. Okay. So the Syncretic Oracle card to wrap up this reading is really beautiful. Uh, this card has what looks like a golden eagle. Um, on the front flying towards us and then there's what almost looks like um, light codes but 
also rising kundalini and the dna spiral okay guides universe i get it you need me to look into that and research that and i will so soul key uh Third eye chakra, unlocking the mystery, regenerating meaning, redesigning the life path, ever exploration. There's a quote from Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. And, oh wow, the name of this artwork is Liberate Your Lineage. Let's see, what's the I Ching on here? I Ching is wind. Enter flight path, penetrate forest, wood, subtlety, spirit. So we're being told to fly. We're being told to unlock our keys, our soul keys, and get down to some really enjoyable and fun work. So I will leave you with that. That was probably way longer than it needed to be, but I guess I had a lot to say. And I'm just going to slap on that goofy voice note I left for myself on the end of this. Um, and that'll be a teaser for that episode upcoming. I love you all. Join me for the full moon thing in the morning if you can, or you can catch the replay on the YouTube, YouTube, YouTube the YouTube, the YouTube channel. And uh, I'm going to go have some fun with a friend that's an hour away and take a road trip. For me, that's a road trip. Don't laugh. Uh, our town is like 15 miles across. Anyway, much love to you all. I love you so much. Thank you, my patrons. Thank you, my listeners. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will be back with another episode soon i'm sure i have another great interview to share with you with marie spiroff and um the hits just keep on a coming so get out there and create have fun celebrate what you've accomplished let love in lean on your communities and know that whatever challenges you face right now, they are going to get better. I promise. Not my usual recording method. I'm literally sitting on the toilet and there was a cat meowing at me. I just came out of a cetacean meditation channeling. It was mostly meant to be healing, not active grid work, but some downloads. Uh, we're all chimera. I need to do more research on Chimera. We are DNA Chimera. And some of us are energetically or astrally that as well. I... The whales showed me that they can be very small. Like micro... micro microscopic in relation to our physical body, just like we can be energetically astrally larger. Um, and they can 
literally swim through our body and fix things. They give us healing. The dolphins came, which they weren't on the sounds I was listening to, so that was pretty awesome. And they were singing, kind of, uh, grateful to the mother, grateful to the mother, because they just are happy and almost laughing all the time. And they also reminded me that uh, sexual energy, sex magic, um, all of these things are important to us physically. Um, the sounds that the whales make and the dolphins make are sonic healing that moves through our bodies when we listen to it. And <clears throat> my astral self that I really haven't seen except but from a POV where I'm looking at my hands or whatnot. Um, I am some sort of chimera or hybrid of like fairy, dragon, mermaid, um, but without a tail, sea creature, dragonfly, I, very hard to describe. Uh, yeah, I think that's the important bits. That and such a deep feeling of love and gratitude. It makes them so happy and joy-filled to be invited to heal us, to be invited to merge with our energy, to repair our bodies, to share their knowledge and their downloads with us because they've been waiting a really long time for us to listen. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, -W. that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. Just a 
to grow So I ran, fearing not where I go When a flower grows wild, it can always survive While flowers don't care where they grow And the flowers are new in the fields where it grew We're content to be lost in the crowd They were coming in close I had no room for growth I wanted so much to branch out Wild and I never felt right in a garden so different from me. I just never belonged, I just wanted to be called. So the garden one day set me free. 